Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to Handbags at Dawn, the show that embraces, nay, celebrates the baggage, physical and emotional, that we all lug around. We are your Hooked on Handbags hosts, Charlotte Edmonds and Jessica Johnson. For nine years, I worked at Psycho TV, flexing my inventive muscle as senior creative after starting out with a rather lovely stint in radio. I now work freelance with new clients, develop TV ideas, work as a voiceover artist, raise two gorgeous children, and of course, allow a proportion of time to panic about all of the above. I've never felt so relaxed. I'm a writer and journalist, mother of two with many faces, a serious one when working on the broadsheets, a stylish one for the world of fashion, and a smeared in peanut butter one when at home, with or without the kids. To make a Handbags at Dawn episode. First, locate one handbag. Any size will do. The key thing is to fill it to capacity, even if you only need one third of the contents. Two, find a conversation-worthy item within, and C, discuss this item until you're forced by an interruption to stop. Repeat as necessary until your time runs out. The podcast running time, you understand. Not life in general. (laughs) This is the one where we pass on and pass on mother's wisdom, bubble over about kids' parties and mix it up with French fashion faux pas. Now, like a two-year-old stealthily tiptoeing from their bedroom to yours at 3.45am, here creeps the always surprising handbag. So, Jess... It's time for the first fumble in the bag. Let's get her out. You do the honours. Let's have a look. Oh, oh, look. Look at that. It's a beautiful Mother's Day card from my little girl. And it's got a picture of me inside. It's the first picture that she ever drew of a person. And as you know, a person is someone who is a circle with a great big smile and four prongs, which are (laughs) meant to resemble arms and legs. Did you get something similar? I I did. My prolific artist daughter produced, I think, about 25 Mother's Day cards for me. Were you sort of suitably spoiled on Mother's Day? Charlotte I have to say I actually was it was really nice I had that lovely lion which basically means you hide in your bed and look on your phone (laughs) I love that (laughs) yeah I was suitably spoiled I had Prosecco for breakfast and smoked salmon and scrambled eggs they know that mummy didn't want carbohydrates on Mother's Day (laughs) but mummy did want Lindor oh very good very good this is the extent of my diet it makes no sense but it's (laughs) a diet and that's fine how did you spend Mother's Day well my Mother's Day was actually hijacked by my son's second birthday in between the kind of rummaging around um, ripping open scooters spider-man outfits and lots and lots of lego i got yeah i got a few little gifty things and then we went off to the natural history museum and you know spent the day roaring at dinosaurs so yeah it wasn't quite what i maybe had in mind for mother's day but it was lovely nonetheless my kids were so gorgeous i i loved my morning it was just lovely and they said to me at the end did you enjoy that and I went I loved it darling and they went can you do the same for us on children's day (laughs) (laughs) 
and I inform them Children's Day is every day. Yeah. That's what it's all about. That's what it is all about, though, isn't it? Really, it is. It's about the, we're mothers because we got kids. Yeah, exactly. They birthed us as well. They made us mothers. <laughs> You're right. So we should be celebrating we should. them. I always think on birthdays people should celebrate mothers because they went through the hardship. Let, let's be honest. Yeah, I've always thought this. In fact, this reminds me of the uh, Mother's Day card that my brother got my mum, which said, um, "Congratulations, mum, on giving birth to a legend." <laughs> he knows his worth, which I like. Yes. I took the moment to reflect on whether I am in fact turning into my mum and I ascertained that I am her, which is something that I have thrown at me in arguments. You're turning into your mum and I used to find that scary. Now I go, yes, I know it's good, isn't it? She always wins in arguments too. <laughs> I don't like the way it's sort of seen as a as a negative thing. There are women out there who unfortunately have had a kind of, you know, difficult relationship with their mother but my mum is amazing and I would be thrilled to be turning into her. And you know that even if you don't actually become her, her example will set you on the right path eventually. As an aside, I have a friend who made an actual path with her bare hands. <laughs> wow. I know. Wow. It's on a coastal path. She showed me we walked on it. It's real. Well, I bet her hands are yeah, not baby soft. They definitely need a bit of uh, bit of hand cream after that, I should think. Well, your hands pretty gnarly I've got to be honest I've actually just felt them splitting as I as I grabbed the microphone it's always God a good damn you winter god damn you lifestyle I, I have this thing when I pull when I put my hand into my child's tights to turn them the right way out Aww. it just snags all the way down on my fingers and I go who is this old <laughs> hag who is dressing my child when did I become so unsmooth I know it's I think when you started washing up um 155 times a day I reckon that's when it happened for me anyway the only thing that you can do is use Norwegian formula oh like the one that the old fishermen's use yeah, yeah. and you know those old fishermen they look great and so <laughs> I bet that when they're out there with the way with, with the rain battering them down as they're grabbing onto the ropes for dear life trying to save themselves from flying overboard that they're yelling out to Sven down below deck grab my hand cream Sven my hands are feeling far too gnarly what was that accent? I think it was spot on. <laughs> what you just described rather brilliantly is exactly how I feel every day. Like I'm firefighting. So that's, I want I want cream hurled at me. I don't want it smoothed on me with plinky plunky music. I want dollops of the stuff. Actually, in terms of beauty regimes, did you learn anything from your mother? Was there any worldly advice on how to preserve your looks that you got from her? Yes, basically cover yourself in makeup all the time. And she does, she swears by it. And I have to say, her skin is fantastic. And the two tips she's given me for why her skin looks really good is because she had started having kids really young. So she said she then never had time to lie in the sun. Um, and also she's always worn loads of makeup and she swears that that's what's protected her skin. So yeah, those would be my definite two top tips from my mum. My mum looks incredible. So I'm trying to think of her beauty advice. Always wear heels 
always wear heels, even if they're not appropriate, even if you're on the beach. I have to say that you, I know you have taken that to heart because you did actually put a picture of yourself on the beach in heels last year. I will never forget it. It was amazing. The number of comments that came up to that picture as you frolicked on the beach in heels. I mean, that was impressive. Some people see heels as restrictive. I see them as a little bit like a big football boot. It sort of digs you into the terrain. It makes you more <laughs> secure. But you know, everyone wears those. They used to, not now. Back in, like 10 years ago, when you used to wear MBTs. Do you remember those? Oh, yeah. Oh, it'll tone up your buttocks. Oh, it'll make everything good. No, no. heels. No. I put it to you. Doesn't matter about the, the tendon shortening. Don't worry about that. <laughs> My mum also explained to me that you should always overdress for every circumstance. So I'd go off when I was a teenager to go and spend the night somewhere and she'd always go, have you packed something nice? Okay, well, no, I'm going to go and slob around at my mate's house. Well, you never know where you're going to be going this evening. And wouldn't you hate it if you couldn't go because you didn't have the right outfit? Always pack something fabulous just in case. And she's so right. That reminds me of one of my mother's refrains to my sister and I when we were growing up. You know, a lot of mums would always be telling their daughters not to wear so much makeup and would be telling them to take the makeup off. No, my sister and I would come downstairs and my mum would say just, oh, go on, darling, just go and put a little bit more eyeliner on. Yeah, you know, I think she was doing me a favour. It was meant lovingly. (laughs) Again, it's honest advice. Honest advice. If you think it, say it. (laughs) That's the other reason. That's the main reason I'm turning into my mother. I don't think before I speak. I speak and then I'm surprised at what I've said. And I think, oh gosh, I must believe this. (laughs) If my mouth is saying it, it must be true. It must be true. (laughs) And she's exactly the same. And our conversations (laughs) when we're talking to each other, our eyes just get wider and wider as we both express opinions. We had no idea we had (laughs) i do that i've realized that actually when i'm talking to people i think that my eyes get bigger and bigger as i'm trying to express myself because then i suddenly notice them sort of mirroring me (laughs) as theirs are kind of staring at me in this kind of owly way i'm doing it right now actually it's quite intimidating but i've got dry eyeballs i must be doing the same (laughs) speaking say hello to a new era of mental health care Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Subtle results. Still you, but with fewer lines. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. 
Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia Gravis or Lambert-Eden syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com. Dry eyeballs, which no one ever does, <laughs> but we are. Nothing is off limits. So with that, I would like to kick off this week's tiredness competition with my entry this week I was so tired that I was trying to fish my contact lenses out of my eyes so I could put my glasses on the, the contacts needed to come out and I'd rummaged around fished them out done all of that and then just stuck them back in my eyes again and then I walked back downstairs again and was just like my eyes still hurt <laughs> so yeah that's my entry for this week Charlotte it's pretty good, Jess. Well, you know. I will counter your dryness with wetness, <laughs> if you see what I'm saying. Ooh. I was so tired the other day after what was quite a stressful day. You know, when you just think, I'm winning now, I'm on the home stretch, we've done bath, they are smelling sweetly, they're in their pyjamas, we'll now look like a, a miracle family like you see in those magazines, and we shall get into my bed, I shall sit in the middle, I'll have one child under each arm, they'll be wearing white company pyjamas, this is like tick box, tick box, everything is going really well. Hashtag winning. Exactly. It was one of those moments. My youngest said, I'm really thirsty, can I have a drink? And of course you can, darling, I'm Mother Earth do what you like and she um <laughs> so she grabbed she grabbed the massive pint of water next to the bed and because she was so relaxed she grabbed the water and lay back to drink it <laughs> tidal wave to the face <laughs> and, and she went oh you know like you do like the norwegian fisherman asking for his hand cream <laughs> hand me my formula <laughs> It was everywhere. It was on my pillow. I just changed the bedding. Again, again, it was like a tick box. Fresh bedding. Destroyed! My other child was a bit splashed. My youngest child was screaming because this had been quite the shock. And I, instead of tumbling into a pile of tears, found it so hysterically funny I couldn't breathe. And I was laughing and laughing. And it's that really fine line between hysterical laughter and hysterical tears. I had that and that's when I knew I was overtired. The fact that I had hiccups after hysterical laughter to me means that was a, t a tired thing. I reckon you win this week. That oh no. I The absent-mindedness of your tiredness, I think you <laughs> might win. This is the most polite fight ever. I think you I should win. You should win. Let's call it... You you win, Jess. Okay. I'm handing it to you with your blurry eyes that are massive as you make this point. <laughs> and with that, that sounds like it's time to move on to the next item. Shall I take this one for the team? Have a rummage. Hello, bag. Little blighter won't come out. <laughs> this. Oh, plasticky. What's this? Party bubbles. Oh, that's novel. I think this signifies children's birthday parties. Oh, yes. The party bag. 
Bubbles are like some bizarre party ingredient that just gets things started for kids. God, wouldn't it be easy if that's all it took for adults. You think about all these events organisers who have these extremely intricate planning. They have to do the venues, the menu. Kids, no. Bubbles, oh party <laughs> okay if you throw in like a plastic hat it blows their mind i mean literally you could have the most rubbish children's entertainer and if they've got a bubble machine with them everything is forgiven and it's the best party ever how's your experience been as a mother of two with children's parties well it's been a mixed bag shall we say i've put on two birthday parties now the first one we did for my daughter's third birthday and we did that ourselves and my god it was stressful so we completely went to town on this birthday she turns up is completely overwhelmed and terrified cries when the cake comes out and yeah basically it was a bit bit of a disappointment we had another party for her fifth birthday which was actually genius because we shared it with a friend halved the cost halved the stress when uh, when my friend forgot the pizzas uh, when the kids were all sitting down waiting to eat we were able to laugh about it whereas if it had been one of us dealing with it on our own it would have been horrendous so actually that would be my top tip always share a party how about you charlotte previous generations in my family can't quite believe the extent to which parents stress, plan, spend on children's parties now. There's this pressure that we put on ourselves. The kids aren't putting it on us. It's our own silliness. I had a party where I was the entertainer and entertainment. (laughs) And that was two hours of me shouting at other people's children. And I still feel bad about that. No, put that down. Where's the food? We hired Anna and Elsa for our party and god love them they were making a killing for not an awful lot of effort i've got to say but it did seem to capture the girls imaginations the boys were just happy to just chuck some balloons around in the background but yeah it is ridiculous you know what i also think a party is judged on these days is the quality of the spread for the parents it's not enough to just have really good party food for the kids there's got to be wine there needs to be lovely uh, artisan crisps was that why you found the no pizza instance so amusing at your own birthday party? Was there wine involved? There, there, there may have been. <laughs> I went to a party the other day and the parents' spread involved tomato mozzarella and actual balsamic vinegar. Oh. I mean, it was astonishing. Wow. They'd baked a flan. A flan, you say? I say it. I say it again. They'd <laughs> baked a flan. And they'd also done a parent's cake. But this was just a very generous family. I went up to it at the end and went, thank you. But seriously, did you have to do this two weeks before ours? <laughs> <laughs> Darling, we're cancelling everything. Here's one thing I do want to say about children's parties. There's a present table now. When I was a kid... <laughs> You sat down and opened your presents when the friends were there and you could say thank you to them. And so many kids actually go shopping and choose a lovely present for that friend and then they don't get to open it. Let's let the kids open their presents at the actual party. Do you, what do you think? Is that mad? I, I think that's a bit mad. I can just see hysterical tears as the children start fighting over who gets to play with the toy. Not being able to keep up with who's bought what. No, I, I foresee a, a disaster. Are we with... having a disagreement? I think we're having our first handbags at dawn disagreement, Charlotte, actually. No, I, I I say keep the present table. Your party's better than mine. Mine would be like, okay, everyone come, open the presents for half an hour, scrap for the next half an hour, have some jelly and ice cream and then a pat on the head, a little thing of bubbles and off home. <laughs> <laughs> 
Balsamic vinegar for the parents. What's this dinner I'm eating? It's crazy. This is the sound of someone telling us we must have our next feel around. Jess, would you like to? Oh, do the honours. Ooh, crumbly. Slightly stale. This is a brioche. I think it's one of the funniest insults that I've ever heard. When there was a dispute between my friend and her son, she was saying no to something that he desperately wanted her to say yes to. And he turned around and went, well, mummy, you're just a big brioche. (laughs) (laughs) Like overheard in Waitrose, isn't it? I read something the other day on that where somebody said, what? No marinated artichokes? Is this East Berlin? Um, No, what I was going to say was, um, so the brioche has sort of become the carbohydrate-based snack of choice, I think. Something that maybe didn't have quite so much sugar in it as a biscuit, so went for the brioche instead. Um, Which potentially has exactly the same sugar and fat content, but somehow, because it's French, it has a little exclusivity. It's like, how could something that's French be bad? Absolutely, and why have we got this thing about the French? And as Brits, we are constantly being told that we're incredibly fat, we're incredibly vulgar, we don't dress very well. And what we need to be doing is looking over um, to our Parisian sisters and their Breton tops and their skinny legs and their children who don't throw food and getting all of our inspiration from them. I have to say, it kind of annoys me. Kristen Scott Thomas, you know, beautiful English, may I say, actress, who is a major Francophile. She's a French husband, has lived there for years, blah, blah, blah. Um, But she had a real go at British women in this interview recently and was sort of basically saying that British women are, are always drunk and fat and going around in their miniskirts. And understandably, it's ruffled a few feathers. And this whole idea that British women don't dress well, I think, is ridiculous. Some of the most stylish women, I think, in the world, actually, are, are British. And we're known for our more interesting fashion sense you know it's not just all about our capsule wardrobe of breton tops and trench coats i love Kristen scott thomas i always think okay so they left that stuff in the interview what did they take out they obviously went with the absolute clangor of what she said and maybe she's squirming maybe she as we speak is in the bath she's in the bath <laughs> i sometimes have a cringing bath do you ever have a cringing oh, bath oh god you go in the bath and it's warm and you're alone and you just go oh no and you think of all the terrible things you <laughs> said and how people possibly hate you (laughs) you know so she could be at home in france covered in brioche worrying that the women of britain hate her maybe she also said something lovely about british women that they decided not to put in because it wasn't such a good story maybe let's give Kristen scott thomas the benefit of the doubt so she said something silly we've all said something silly i get why we're upset with what she said it's not a good thing to tar an entire nation with the same brush it's in fact largely frowned upon (laughs) you know yes it's annoying when someone tells you how to live your life and it makes you feel a little bit judged but that happens all the time at the moment in our life there's instagram all the time telling us how fabulous everyone else's lives are and self-help books constantly explain to you that they have the secret to your every happiness no one has got the answer let's face it no one has got it so if the french want to wade in with a little opinion here and there you know fine i find it more funny all this stuff i like the debate it sparks i think if we can learn things from different nations why the hell not they're very stylish and they have marvelous pastries i love the french (laughs) i think it's very true but i just think it's this idea that 
if you don't look like that, that somehow you're not at all stylish or you're not at all chic. Yeah, but then people all dress differently every day. I find whenever I read any magazine, any book that suggests to me I might like, for example, to wear this season's flat, I laugh at those articles and go, this is not for me. I don't care if that's fashion at the moment. It's not for me, Jess. I look at people who get away with high fashion. I go, this is fine. That's for them. It's not for me. It is irritating when you're told, no, you're all failing. Ha, look at these fabulous people. But to be honest, that's what the entire fashion industry really builds itself Mm. on, isn't it? Yeah. Kristen Scott Thomas, lying in her cringy bath, is obviously ruining the day (laughs) that she accuse British women of being fat and orange. She's obviously ruining the day. Fat, what did she call us fat and orange? She's got me right. <laughs> you have seen me today, haven't you? I think she'd be pleased to see that I am wearing a Breton top. Well, actually, you are looking quite Parisian. It's got to you. But I do love it. I do love French fashion. And, you know, it's something that I do buy into. I do think it's very chic. And I'm definitely somebody who loves a Breton top as much as the next woman. So hang on. So I'm just going to call you on this so you are someone you're an advocate of this way of life you can pull all those faces that you want (laughs) jessica johnson but you are the exact person that she's talking about someone should follow the french example she'll be happy look at you happy in your trench coat (laughs) in my breton top what i don't like is the kind of looking down your nose and being a little bit haughty so still buy into looking the best that you can and if that means buying a fantastic pair of heels or a great Breton top, then that's great. By the way, you're obsessed with Breton tops. You've said a lot. No, what I'm going to do is I'm going to compile and edit. <laughs> I am. I am going to give it to you as a Christmas present. <laughs> Breton tops. Breton tops. <laughs> I'm going to put a dance beat underneath it. <laughs> I am. Can't wait. Doesn't everyone come on? We all take all fashion or lifestyle advice with a pinch of salt. I know I do. I only care. Honestly, in my heart, I only care about the opinions of people who I care about. So possibly because I'm in love with Kristen Scott Thomas, I do care whether she thinks I'm fat and orange in my miniskirt. But but if my mum turned around and said to me, this look, not working for you, if she recommends a Breton top in my direction, I'll listen to her. French women don't make dance music. (laughs) Mommy, I'm finished. On that bombshell. (laughs) I think that's a good place to leave this evening's. Uh, What was it? Le (laughs) Rambel. We are going to leave it there. Thank you so much for listening. We have next week a guest on of all the things. If you would like to like us on Facebook, because that's what people these days do, we have a page. Find us on Facebook at the Handbags at Dawn podcast. Um, You can also find us on Instagram and Twitter at Handbags Podcast. This is tremendous. Or you could send us an email. We are handbagspodcast at gmail.com. Thank you for tuning in and we'll speak to you again next week. Bye. Bye. Capsule wardrobe of Breton tops and their Breton tops and their Breton tops. Definitely somebody who loves the Breton top and their Breton tops and their Breton tops. I think she'd be pleased to see that I am wearing a Breton top and their Breton tops and their Breton tops. By the way, you're obsessed with Breton tops. In my Breton top. In my Breton top. Do you love French fashion? I think it's very chic. <laughs>